Well, welcome back to Life Pivot. Um, today we're looking at unique coordinates. If it's your first time joining us, please go through all the videos on the podcast. There's, I've, put, I've put them on YouTube, all at no cost, obviously. And I'm also posting the um, entire chapters for free. Because my motivation, as you learned last week, is just to get, get us talking, get some ideas out there. This stuff really matters. So we've been through the nature of scripts, that we live our lives based on fictitious, fictitious ideas about what we're supposed to be doing. And that can be really unhelpful. So identifying those false narratives and realizing we need to download, download fresh maps like you do on TomTom to tell us what we should be doing. And then uh, you've got gifts, passions, weaknesses, personality, and motivations. Those are those five plot points we've been going through. And this entire journey is every week I'm saying, you are unique, completely unique. Comparing with people around you is the most frivolous thing you can do with your time. You are completely unique. So the word of authenticity has come up so much, thanks to that lovely Brené Brown book, The Gifts of Imperfection I mentioned. Um, the fact that in order to belong either to community or to our own story, we need to own our real story, own our real nature. What are we really like? What do we really care about? Last week was motivations. What really motivates you? Don't say you're motivated by such and such if you're not, because that will be the gap between your best intentions and what you end up doing. Uh, maybe you're just not motivated because you, you're not incentivized by by the things you're doing right now. But this week is unique co coordinates. And it's a little bit scary because this is where the rubber hits the road. And <laughs> this is the book where you, from my point of view, it's a bit vulnerable because this is the bit where you say that book didn't work. It's great in theory, Brad, but it just doesn't work. And so this is where you create truth about me statements. At the end of each chapter, if you haven't got it, do get it or I put them online on my website, lifepivot.co.uk, for free. Um, at, the, at the end of each chapter, you end up with a statement. So on gifts, you say, I am uniquely gifted at, and based on the feedback from friends, people who've known you in different contexts, they each give you input. And I've been doing that with my friends. They've done it to me. I've done it to them. And it's really helpful. And every single time it's been, when I've given that feedback, people have said, well, now you say it, that is true, but I, I guess I've never, you can't see yourself. You've, you know, particularly the things that are really strong themes in other people's lives as gifts or passions, for example, um, with a friend last week, um, he wasn't aware of it at all. But when we talked about it, it was like, wow, you are, you're right. That is, and to me, it was obvious, but so often the real gold dust in our lives sits in the blind spots in our life. We see blind spots as negative things, but our greatest treasure can be hidden in the blind spot as well. So at so the end of each chapter, there were these truth about me statements. What are your gifts, your passions, weaknesses, personality, and motivations? And what I say, page 80 on the book, is that you then turn those answers and reflections into short paragraphs, um, which can then embody that truth. So the one I use, for example, and then you'll end up with a paragraph, which you're going to read to yourself a bit later. And for some people, the lights come on. For others, it can feel quite foreign. And I'll say more about that. So first of all, I am naturally good at, and this is where you just write down what came up. Just, just be honest. If right now, just capture the correct information. 
This isn't GCSEs or A-levels or something else. This is, um, it's yours, it's confidential. Change your answers later, you will. This is not a science, it's a conversation you have with yourself and with the people you love. I am naturally good at, name a couple of things with a short sentence that came up from that chapter. Then you say, this is the passion one, uniquely passionate. I feel energized, engaged, and in my zone when I finish the sentence. We ought to be able to finish these sentences. Sometimes it's scary that, how, can, how come I can't finish that sentence? That's quite stressful, because we're alive. We've got potential. Why can't we finish these sentences? That chapter on passions will help you with, with the help from your friends and people you trust and respect who have observed you to finish that sentence. Then thirdly, um, I include skills in this bit. Through experience and education, I've become quite skilled at. Um, you can fill that in. I have both weaknesses and limitations. The main ones which seem to have impacted me and the people around me are, you know, name a couple of those internal frontiers and some of the external frontiers. I'll give you an example in a minute. My basic personality type. This is where you literally write down what came up out of that Enneagram test. I completely respect that there are different types of personality tests and um, that's okay. But in this one, I used Enneagram. The people I know have used Enneagram and found it very helpful because it um, shows the relationship between uh, different, our greatest strengths, our greatest weaknesses, and that's really helpful in what we're doing here. And then finally, motivations. The things that most motivate me right now, so I'm talking about this season of life. Don't think back to your gap here. Don't think forward to the person you'd like to be when you're 70. Right now, today, you are motivated by, you know, what is it? Is it money, justice, fear? Community building, creating connections. You need to be honest. You don't need to show anyone this, but you need to be honest because if you don't, if you're not honest, it won't won't help you. So after you've done that, you've got a paragraph. You read out these answers to yourself in a long paragraph, and then the question is, does it resonate? Read it lots of times. Does it resonate? If you've read the book and done this. And it really does straight away go, yes, that is me. I know what I need to do with my life. You are in less than 5% of people. So if it doesn't resonate, you're not alone. Do not panic. So my, my lovely friend, Andrew Mitchell in Melbourne, who's in the acknowledgements, he really helped me. He proofread. And um, any a friend, the, the wounds of the, a friend are best than the kisses of an enemy um, is the proverb. But he... Um, after I went through it, he did all of that and he gave me some feedback. And his feedback was, <laughs> this is after I've written the book, bear in mind, lovely friend. I don't think it works because I read out those truth about me statements, Brad, and it didn't resonate. No. <laughs> so I, I had a panicky walk, walk around. I was like, oh, okay. But I've already written the book. Do I still give it to people? Um, and so it led to lengthy conversations. And I'm not saying, depending on how thorough and honest you are in the truth about me statements from those things I mentioned, it may work and it might, might not. But if it doesn't, this, this is what I'm thinking. 
Uh, we knew a family who went sailing around the world uh, with their children. Their children couldn't walk when they started. And when they landed back, I think it was in Plymouth, the children got off the boat and they were walking like drunken sailors. Have you seen that? They were disorientated. They'd learnt, they'd developed sea legs, not land legs. They'd learnt to walk perfectly in an unstable environment. So they, they were perfectly balanced on the waves, on the unstable ground, not ground, unstable waves on that boat. And when they were filing on solid ground, it felt foreign to them. They were disorientated. So what I'd like to suggest, just as a, uh, an example, that maybe in life, what's true there, and that example is true for us, that we develop sea legs of our own, that the false self or those other scripts that say this is who we are and what we're supposed to do, if we've been living out of those scripts for long enough, they feel real to us. They feel true. They feel right. We feel comfortable in that. And it can take time to start recognizing and say, actually, and a certain amount of discipline, I should add, to say, yeah, but that isn't me. That really isn't. I, I should be saying no to that because unless I say no to that, I can't be saying yes to these other things. So it can take time to resonate. Certainly that was my experience. And there is a lovely uh, expression I once heard, I don't know where, and it was simply where the head leads, the heart follows. That all the time we make decisions on a head level based on hopefully things resembling truth and facts. And there's an awful lot of value judgments here as well, of course. And over time, it then makes the longest six inch travel, or however far it is from the head to the heart. And we start to experience emotions related to that. So um, that, that's the way that works. Um, yeah, but the other thing I would recommend you do is don't treat your truth about me statements as the American Constitution, which is engraved into something. Even that has amendments. Rather, submit it to your friends and say, oh, I feel, do you really think this is true? Go back, scrutinize. This is not a scientific formula. This isn't a simple do this and everything will be okay. It's a conversation. You're, you are unique. No one else can answer the question for you, but I would recommend taking time. Go for a walk, more reflection, more journaling, more feedback, more um, yeah, fermentation. Allow things to ferment so on the fullness of time, it, it might become clearer. But don't panic if it doesn't. Um, and equally, you're very welcome to get the book and just do that. And I'm sure a handful of people <laughs> might have done that. Um, that's honestly okay. Um, with me I won't be offended as long as you recycle goes out in Bristol on a on a Thursday night if you're in Bristol in my area um, so finally how do you use this how do you use these truth about me statements um, I'll paste the picture on the life pivot website but there's a vague picture take a look when new opportunities come and we are thinking about new opportunities what you do is the reality, all of these truth statements, we're hoping they resemble reality. The truth, reality, honesty, authenticity, whichever words you want to pick for that. That is kind of where we're trying to get to about our gifts, passions, weaknesses, personality, and motivations. And with those, we then treat them like a water filter. And when a new opportunity comes down, you quite simply look at the, whether it's a job description 
whatever it might be, an opportunity in the charitable sector to volunteer, maybe you're doing a startup of some kind, you simply go through, you know, based on my true statements, am I gifted in this? Will this energize me? Will it make me animated for whatever reason? Based on my weaknesses and the external limitations, will um, that be a problem? Will that diminish what's good about this opportunity? Based on my personality type, um, the Enneagram type, will this particular opportunity lend itself to that? And finally, motivations. You know, what is it that motivates you if uh, the opportunity doesn't allow you to um, spend time dealing with justice and that really motivates you, then, then that won't work for you. If you are motivated by money, you can be honest, actually, I, I, that is still something that drives me and the thing doesn't offer any financial reward, then it's not, is it right or is it wrong? It's be honest about it. That, that will be a problem. And so I've actually used this helpfully. I, there was a, a job going for a large charity and it was doing stuff which ticked so many of my boxes. It was, they had the word entrepreneurial in the title and I saw the opportunity to do good um, with communities that needed extra support. So I was able to be a helper, which was my Enneagram number. There was so much right. But then when it came to my personality type, I think they needed someone who was a, a more upfront source of leader. Maybe I'm not, maybe I will grow into that person, but there would have been a lot of detail and that's not me. I'm not a, I'm not great with detail. I'm big picture, blue sky. I like coming up with crazy ideas. And, and I've actually answered, I've, vulnerably put my truth about me statements in the book so you can see a working example of what it actually looks like um, and then you'll end up with a score out of 10 for each of them one 10 20 30 40 50 you'll end up with a score so that's the most scientific way it's still a conversation please don't treat it um, as something that's there to instruct you it isn't it's there to guide you to help you ask the right questions I've actually found that it's almost more helpful in telling you what not to do than what to do. It's, I've said it's like the edges of the jigsaw puzzle. It doesn't tell you what the picture is in the middle, but it creates a context and container for you. It's the edge of the road. It keeps you out of the ditches, those white lines on the motorway. Um, it doesn't tell you how to get somewhere completely, but it does provide a level of um, an umbrella of protection for you. So anyway, you are you have unique coordinates and if you can put them together they will provide you with not a destination we'll come on to that later next week but they will provide you with a direction not a destination a direction and so and you will make enormous progress in saying actually i know it's this whole sphere i need to be exploring and then how you do that i can't wait it's my favorite chapter on research and development because that's the whole and it lends itself to my innovative approach to, you know, how do we go about answering uh, these, these tough questions? It's been wonderful for you to join us. Please share away if it's helpful. Please tell people about the book. Please um, listen to the podcast. And if you could rate it, if it's helpful, that would be great. That's how things move up rankings. Um, I just want to get the message out there. So um, also, if it's helpful, don't assume that people are always emailing me saying it's great. 
please tell me because it would really encourage me that these ideas are, are helping someone else. That's my total motivation. And as you can see, I'm joined by Maggie, who's late to the party, um, and she's got nothing to say about it again today, maybe next week. Okay, Max? Okay, bye-bye.